Hello and welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. And I'm Uncle Warren. <laughs> First thing I want to remind everybody that we do have a Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon now with multiple levels that will get you early access to our videos. It'll get you access, depending on your level, to sitting in with us while we stream with uh, special guests like Warren Bernard here. And uh, you can contribute to these conversations as we follow along as we record. Also, Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by the books that we make. You can see our bibliographies here. I have Hulk, Grand Design, Street Angel, Deadliest Girl Alive, and The Plain Janes available now. Coming in May, Street Angel, Princess of Poverty will be my next book from Image Comics. You can pre-order this now at your local comic shop. Ed Piscor has X-Men Grand Design, WYSIWYG, Hip Hop Family Tree as part of its 10th year celebration. We'll be coming out with an omnibus that yes. you can pre-order now. It'll include all of the Hip Hop Family Tree comic strips, plus a lot of extra art and a 35,000 word essay and notes on the making of and notes behind the historical accuracies and stories in that book. 125 extra pages. And Red Room is starting up its third season. You can pre-order that one now. Uh, we already have Antisocial Network and Trigger Warnings and coming this spring, Crypto Killers. You can pre-order the first two issues. You can see the standard cover here from Ed Piscor. Another uh, cover for issue number two, my favorite because of the ninth accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the variants this time through, a blank sketch cover that's been requested forever, so pick that one up and scare the hell out of us. Oh, Jim, the people can't oh, be seeing that right now. a little teaser there for my own. So. <laughs> I will also be doing a round of variants, uh, as I did with the first two volumes. Peach is working on hers, man, and uh, without further ado, we got a concrete under the microscope. Yes, I'm so excited to actually dig into this comic today, Paul Chadwick's Concrete. This is one of those black and white books. Uh, it starts in 1986 as a title in Dark Horse Presents. So when I start discovering black and white indie comics, Concrete is kind of talked about and revered. Like this was right. a critically acclaimed book. Dark Horse was on the map before I become a reader. So this was kind of one of their flagship titles from, from very yes. early on. Appears in the very first issue of Dark Horse Presents. The, these old masks might be, this might be worth some loot. Like if you have the first appearance of that one. Uh, I don't know. I only go back. I think my earliest Dark Horse is number fourteen or something like yeah, that. that. I, you know, as as it is with many of the comics back then, because I was working, uh, I got into Concrete like with really with issue like two or three. Then I went back and got these other other things. I always loved this one. Um, I always loved the covers they ripped off from the uh, giant from the DC Giants. Yes. Yeah, the yeah. The, uh, the Weisinger stories. So so Warren, one of the things that makes me interested in going through like a quick concrete overview uh, with you today is like you were there, you were yeah. in the mix, and concrete. When when I got into the the game, uh, all the old heads were like, "You need to quit reading Bloodstrike comics." Yes, right. <laughs> read yeah, yeah. read something good. Right. Concrete right. is the good <clears throat> stuff. Yeah, and uh, almost by virtue of that, it turned me off to like even giving it a shot. Just that like anti-authoritarian piece where I'm like, "Fuck you guys!" If you keep telling me this is good, so so this is a little bit of a blank spot. I have been making better on that in my back issue hunts and scooping right. up issues wherever I find them. But explain some of the virtues of uh, concrete to to the layman. Well, you know, first of all, I'll show you how much I, I love this stuff. I still have my comics. Okay. So concrete, it's really difficult to explain. So I was, I'll go ahead and say this, I was like 30, 30, 31 when it came out. And I'd been, you know, the superhero stuff had left me like a decade before and I'd been looking for, and I, I you know, looked at, uh, I really liked, you know, Love and Rockets, uh, Flaming Carrot was coming out around the same time, blah, blah, blah. So I was looking for something different, a little more intellectually stimulating. And this was it because this was kind of, it was so 
different in terms of the approach. So if you think about the superhero world. Well, that is a layout. Yeah, yeah. There, there's And he does great layouts. So if you think of the superhero world, superheroes are basically battling one another. Yeah. They have their own personal problems, but their interaction with society is, it's not there. Okay. Right. This was, I mean, Concrete was, you know, I'm not giving anything away. So Concrete was originally a guy who was a, um, a speechwriter for a senator. He and his friend go up into the mountains. They they get abducted by aliens. They get both of them get put into these concrete bodies. Um, concrete escapes. His buddy is left with the aliens, and they came up with a uh, cover story. United from NSA was involved about okay that this was basically a uh, an experiment that's gone awry. Okay, and we're not going to do this again. And so concrete and and here's this guy who was a normal guy now thrust into this body that does have a certain amount of superhero aspects to it, but he now has to live in the society. There were no superheroes. There were no other. There were no supervillains. This here was this guy that had to live in modern society. So what does he do? He you know he promotes himself. He he wants to because he's a writer. He wants to take different adventures in the wild to go ahead and type stuff up and make articles. Um, there are bits like this are always uh, a part of the concrete lore. Also, he yes. is made of concrete. He is very heavy. Yes. So Chadwick never uh, ceases to show you examples of what it must be like for a guy who weighs a couple of tons to move about in this world uh, that we. You see him again on the plane. Whenever yeah. he's transported around locally, it's like yes. in the back of a pickup in truck. A pickup All truck. very practical. Seeing well, see him trying to sit on chairs, uh, is it, it makes me think of Andre the Giant. Yeah, stories. exactly, especially in an airplane. Yeah. Well, and uh, I was, you know, was rereading these because I hadn't read them in thirty years, and I was rereading them, and um, it was very interesting. The one, I think it's number five or number six, he goes to help out farmers, and um, he can't go in the house because he's so heavy the joists couldn't hold him. Yeah. All right. And so so now, now think about this. His sheer weight alienates him from the rest of the And and there's people who are like that, you know, in, in right. this world and they and they uh you know, certain graces have I mean, imagine you know, you're on the airplane and then the stewardess comes up to you with that extra seatbelt gimmick. Right, I, right, like, like, yeah. I, like I've seen that. And I yeah, was right sure. next to a guy going to South Korea and, and the stewardess comes out and has that extra, and he just is like, yeah, he yeah, just grabs sure. it, you know, like. Well, and, and also th this is taken to an extreme extreme sure. in, in that case. It's comics. So yeah, it's comics. But the, the, other, thing, the other thing about Concrete was it was very well written and there was always social commentary in it. So, you know, so, you know, like um, I think the second issue, he goes off. His friend, the senator, says, "Hey, a buddy of mine is running for office down in Texas. There was just a mining disaster down there. Can you go down and help?" And things don't work out quite the way right. you want them to. And so th th there were there were multiple layers of stories going on here, and there were morality tales that were going on. It was very well written. And so, so someone who's not into superheroes and is looking for something a lot more substantial this really went ahead and and checked all the boxes and i collected this you know for let me see 87 it was probably till the mid 90s or something like that so i i feel like that's uh, most of it huh like it's, it's probably I, yeah involved. yeah now now i'm, I'm gonna quiz you guys i'm gonna see how good you are all right? oh man and we're on the record see okay. he, Warren is slick he didn't, he didn't even bring it up beforehand man so i didn't want you to do the research we, beforehand we gotta have our chops so, uh, did Concrete win any Eisners, yes or no? Yes. Okay. How many do you think they won? I, I like dozens. A lot, yeah. I think and they if won. He did, and I'm if he did, six. I'll say, I'll say two figures. There we go. 
this is all of them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of them. Okay. Yeah. Now, if you step back, how many people have won nine? Well, there's so, like like see he he's in the sweet spot in those nineties. Right. Yeah, the eighties uh, and nineties. There were there were the, the multi-winners. So a lot of them come from that time. Right, period. right, right. Yeah, because Klaus, it would be Klaus. Yeah, Evan Dorkin, I think, has double digits. It yeah. would be where would right. and and I don't know about the Eisners, but certainly Harvey's. Uh, you know, these guys would it would just be the routine. Mm -hmm. You know, but, but also think about who we're also talking about now in terms of who got those Eisners. All right, and so all everybody that you just talked about, these were. All of them were, were comics that were not aimed at 15-year-old kids. They no, were aimed right. at 30-year-old um, adults, okay? And so there was a lot of this going on. So, you know, I read Klaus back then and Evan Dorkin and, you know, just all, all of these people. So, um, you know, the, the world has, of course, gotten much more diverse and stuff like that. But this said something that up against that competition, he was able to do this. I'm it's a nice bunch of wins, too. Like, best new series, best black and white, best writer, artist. Like, there's a variety of stuff that's that right. pulling in here that are these top not Because not all Eisners are the same. Right. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I understand that. But, but, but this is a great representation. Yeah, so, and, and it shows how revered he was, Chadwick was, and the concrete, you know, uh, title was at that time okay and you know as as you were saying people were looking for something different mm -hmm. and and back in the 80s all you had as a distribution mechanism was going up to the comic book store and that was it yeah okay and you know you go up there and a lot of the comic book stores was all superhero stuff but there were some big planet comics over in bethesda that's who i went to um would have a lot of this alternative stuff because that's what they wanted to specialize in and you know the, this kind of says it all to me about how well he was this was all respected at the time it'd be fun too for people playing at home go back and look at who is part of the nom who's nominated for various awards because it paints a picture of what was coming out when you yes. talk about alternatives like i think like okay what are those you mentioned flaming carrot i feel mm -hmm. like nexus was one of those it's a very short it's list grendel it's elemental right right you know just outside of that marvel dc model but also right. high level of craft like i was marveling at some of these page right. yes yeah no, as a spread this is stunning you know even incorporating right. the letter from the farmer that needs his help the lines the patterns and chadwick did some work at like marvel you know he drew dazzler yeah, comics of all things and he also worked in um, storyboarding well he did storyboarded for the movies okay so and, and and by the way he did these long essays in the front of every issue and you could see that he was very well read okay mm -hmm. um i think it's um let me see where is the uh th this, this thing i think it's here in this one fragile creature that uh, yes, of course I have you know signed thing. Uh, I think it's here. He gets into um, what it was like working in L.A. Okay, and so this was this was basically a, do a documentary essay about his time spent in the movie business, and uh, then he gets into the old illustrators who influenced him. All right, so he talks a lot about J.C. Call, Vierge, and a couple of other people. And th this is really quite, I mean, this, was, this essay was a lot of work, sure. right? And so the, the person who was doing this was no, no stupid person who's very well versed in a whole bunch of different things. 
And um, it really showed in the writing and the references. You know, you had to understand what was going on in pop culture at the time or in politics at the time to go ahead and get get all of this stuff. It's a great combination of a good writer and a good artist, which also you often don't see that kind of balance. Often, right. you know, you lean one or the yes. other or you have a team if you're going to right. be successful and on both sides. he was the team. Okay. Right. He, I think he even lettered it. He didn't let her. No, he didn't, he didn't let her. Bill no. Spicer, I think, is your letter. Yeah. Bill Spicer. And, you know, here's John Nyberg inking an issue. So, you know, maybe you have people pinch hit a little bit. To, well, but uh, then, but then also, also later in the series. And, and he complained. He told, you know, he, he, he went to 10 issues and he writes in one of the, one of the, you know, one of the other essays. You know, I really wanted to keep this up longer, but I felt after the 10 issues I had said, you know, I, I, I was at a, stopping point okay yeah. and then after this after these first 10 issues you know once a year once every two years you got a three or four part miniseries and even those would you know they, they were i was like oh my god a new concrete i can't wait uh so they they were all very well received i, I and linger this, on this cover because yeah. i love it but yeah. he does this really neat thing like here he is climbing uh everest you know so right, you sure. mentioned like what do you do if you have a superhuman body in our world right and he's doing this stuff to raise awareness of various things that he wants to call attention to and live this adventurous lifestyle which is almost like um you know you have like creators maybe doing that a hundred years before right like right, part of exactly. the writing experience was yes. i'm going to go experience something that yeah. average people don't and then i'll write about it well and, and that, uh, that and was called, a little bit like in that. england that was called the grand tour okay where you would leave england and travel through europe and go through asia and come back and write about your experiences and and you know you mentioned about environment in terms of concrete this was very environmental so and i'm going to say it right now they're definitely left of center Mm -hmm. Okay, so if your politics don't run towards left of center, this maybe this is not for you. But it's, I'll, I'll I'll give a rebuttal on that and okay. say this is a time before politics were as charged as they well, are today, yes, and it's right. much more subtle. So I wouldn't steer people completely away just for that reason. Like I would give it a shot and see, and you might be surprised by the tone of it with the right. It is not precursor it is not, that it, it's a left of center. Yes, it it is it is it's subtle. Quaint. Yeah, it is <laughs> subtle. It is quaint. The, and as as you say, the politics back then were nothing like the politics today. Um, Scripts and bloods these days. Oof. Oh yeah, yeah, and and that's on a good day. Right. <laughs> One of the nice collections of this was a big oversized. You know, you can see this is collecting these ten issues, but bigger than a comic. Right. Yes. Which is really nice, a way yeah. to show off. Yes. A, a series that's known for strong artwork, and uh, Warren, of course, coming with the best the best edition of it. But beautiful art. So there. These are out there. Like you can find concrete yes, comics. I that's think Dark right. Horse really got behind him. He became uh, the mascot. The yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, they would, they would, uh, you know, they could almost replace the Dark Horse logo with concrete uh, in the mid late nineties. And, and there's, 80s, there's 90s. another one of these. I think 1990, 1996. So, and for whatever reason, I, I well, I, I know why I didn't pick that up because my job changed around that time. So, so there are other other things I would advise people to start with this. Read the first six or seven stories. And then get, then get this, and go from the six, seven stories that occurred before issue one, and go into here, and then, then you get the flow. What's really amazing too with Chadwick is you get short stories, yes. you get like single issue length stories, and yeah. then he moves on to the more ambitious stuff that are like I think this was probably a four issue mini something issues, like that. So right. he's almost going into that graphic novel realm, yes. which again, it's a skill that often people are good at maybe one of those. But the short story is not something a lot of American creators are great at or spend much time with. Right, and and some of these are only a couple of pages long because they were in Dark Horse Presents, and then of course then when once he got his own book, there was he had a lot more to work with. But go ahead and show 
Yeah. And so here's one, this one, an Eisner Award. Yeah, this will, this will have a uh, its own episode at one point. Yeah, and you yeah. can see some really cool, you get Charles Vest and Mobius involved right, with, whenever with you're going to do something and, special and, and here. And so that, that'll go ahead, that, that says it all about where he was in terms of the comics world to be with Vest and Mobius in this book. So Laverne can... can Zersky doing your colors, a colorist we see a lot with Keith Giffen in the early 90s with some of that like more oh, outlandish Keith Giffen okay. line art style. So, yeah. you know, a, a, a uh, certainly an experienced colorist that you get to then add to a guy known for his black and white art. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't show him the Moby stuff because you want to do a future. I, I'll show him one. I'll yeah, show yeah, him yeah. a piece of it because you got to get a piece. Here's the, the Charles Vest. Yes. You know, yeah. and it Unlike... feels like uh, probably his buddies that, well, I don't know about Mobius, but... Charles Vest, probably somebody who's very environmentally interested, yes, and uh, whenever exactly. this comes up, happy to uh, to add some beautiful pieces. Right, and and they're actually two concrete short stories, and then you get Mobius, a you wordless get... color Mobius story, and it is yeah. like twenty plus pages. Yes, like, this right. is a it's, great comic to track fantastic. down for uh, a variety yes. of reasons, yeah, including yeah. this Mobius standout. Yeah, it, you know, if for nothing else, you get it for the Mobius. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's really, it's really quite something. But it also, that, that also shows you where Mobius' head was at, at at that time. Yeah, I wonder if those two knew each other through Hollywood. You know what? And, and working there right, somewhere. That, that's a good question. And then, then you get... Um, let me see, what was the year on this one? 1989. Okay, yeah, so I think this was the first color concrete. Yeah, okay. And this color, Elizabeth Chadwick, so presumably his, his, his wife, wife, I would guess. Yes. Um, one thing that happens to to Concrete and Paul Chadwick, and it's not well represented in this collection that we're showing off, but whenever the Legend group is formed at Dark Horse in the early 90s, Chadwick is one of the guys they bring on. So mm -hmm. you've got the Frank Millers and, and John Byrne and Mike Mignola. Uh, they bring Chadwick on as like, this guy deserves to be part of this Legend group. Yes. Or who yeah. knows, maybe Richardson was like, put him on there. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, it, I remember it because like I was following those other guys and this yeah. was like one more invite to hey look at concrete yes right exactly. and that's what that's kind of yeah. what you want to do if you're a publisher and you're you know yeah. you're putting together these imprints like a rising tide raises all boats right, so exactly. if you're going to show up for frank miller yeah. and john byrne check out this piece as well yeah and uh i just want to add you mentioned moving to that miniseries format that's basically the hellboy that's basically the entire legend imprint is built around those types of miniseries and i mean hellboy continues to this day with that kind of formula yeah, sure and Concrete, one of the early examples one of, the early, of that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, um, you know, it's it's one of those things, like I said, it's, it's difficult to relate to people what it was like at that time to walk into a comic book store and see see and read this. Today, you've got so many different, you know, you can pick up graphic novels and all kinds of stuff that are geared more towards people, let's say, above the age of 30. But back then, you know, of course, then again, the, the comic shops had a lot less stuff, but this really jumped out. I would also encourage people, if you love Watchmen and Dark Knight and this idea of like, you know, realistic superheroes. That's right. Give yes. this a read because it, yes. it, it is uh, a different angle on the realistic superhero. Exactly. And it's done by an exceptional craftsman. So you're not trading off anything in terms of the quality of the storytelling or the stories. Right. But you are getting a different perspective on like, what does this look like if some super being actually walked the planet? And, and, and it's kind of a flip because superheroes, the reality are the superheroes and the supervillains. This is the opposite. The reality is not concrete. The reality is the normal world that he's trying to exist in. So it flipped the, yeah. the, the whole view of comics at that time on its head. Last uh, question I have for anybody that wants to field it. 
why is this not i don't feel like this is spoken about much today i agree i'm surprised there's not like an archival project of like the complete concrete being issued you know the way a lot of these different books are and it's kind of surprising to me yeah i I don't know and especially today with with the focus on you know doing graphic novels for adults i would feel that would be something that'd be pretty pretty simple to do but i don't understand why you know why that is and it is very glaring in its omission because it had so much juice in the late 80s up to up to mid 90s yeah and it looks better to me than a lot of the stuff that that i go back in the 80s and go okay this book is known as you know being a standout at that time some of that stuff ages uh, right. differently yes. you know yeah. it, it may have historical significance but maybe it doesn't hold up as well to me man i flip through this and i go that's as good looking as about any black and white book that i'm gonna pull oh, off yeah. the shelf today F- exactly fantastic inking and, and oh, yeah. uh certainly in its black and white iteration i was thinking about like you know the the, the great black and white comic artists, you know, and I would joke, you know, it's, you know, five, uh, five fingers, maybe with a couple left over, but, but, uh, this guy could be added to that, to that whole conversation. For yeah, look sure, at this man. going underwater where the light isn't, Yeah, you, know, you get to really see his ability to do black and white. And uh, this is when he, for, for those people who don't know, this is when he try, tries to swim across the Atlantic yes. Ocean and things go wrong. Yeah, we're going to look at that with BKV one day. Yeah, I, you know, layouts, just a very innovative guy. So. Listen, guys, I'm sold, okay? I'm yes. sold. I'll, 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 I'll read it further. Uh, if, you, if you're good to go, I'm good to go. Yep. Okay, yep. Faber's like, follow, subscribe. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell, we'll notify you when new vids are available, and uh, we have a Patreon, uh, depending on your level of support, you're watching us stream this video live, uh, which completely mitigates the kayfabe effect, you might even be getting uh, all the videos delivered to you uh, before anybody else, kind of, also, uh, keeping the kayfabe effect off your shoulders, but the uh the the videos are brought to you by the books that we make and i have it's a big 2023 for jimmy and i uh the hip-hop family tree omnibus is available for pre-order in my link tree two uh volumes of red room are out there right now in trade paperback form and crypto killers issue one and two are being solicited by your uh by your local comic shops right now three issues of x-men grand design three volumes of that the occasional WYSIWYG. jimmy what do you have Hulk Grand Design, Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive, and The Plain Janes are all available now wherever you buy books. Street Angel Princess of Poverty is coming out in May from Image Comics. You can pre-order that one now at your local comic shop to complete your Street Angel set. And you can join me on patreon.com slash jimrug to see lots more of my art and comics and download out-of-print zines and mini-comics there. Warren, do you got a big plug you want to give before we get the heck out of here? Nope, not yet. All Later right, this then. year. All right, summertime? Summertime. I'll be back in the summer. Jimmy, what else do we have out there that, uh, that people could support? Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts, merchandise, hats, fanny packs, stickers, and lots more at our spread shop. That link is also under this video. Before we get out of here, man, you know what you have to do, dude. Give them those marching orders. Read more comics.